0: Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Bill Podcast The Wire Remixed Season 4, Episode 2, Soft Eyes. As always, I'm joined by one Robert Satt. Uh happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year to you. And certainly happy new year to my audience out there. Hope you had a safe uh morning and an evening as well. We are, you know, 2021 is here. Um this episode was uh, directed by Christine Moore. It ranked 50th all time by Vulture, which makes it the lowest ranked out, the lowest ranked um episode of season four. Um, you have the epigraph cart by Kartdy, I wake up white in a city that ain't. And of course, you have uh again the title, Soft Eyes. And you know, I put the definition down. Uh, because I before this episode came out during this particular time period, I had not didn't know what that meant when I saw the episode titled "Soft Eyes" in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. This episode came out, so "Soft Eyes" is defined as the ability ability to see the whole thing. Which when you think about this episode and you think about the you know the wire, it makes perfect sense in why they would title have that type have that title uh, themes. I had everybody wants Michael. We'll talk about that and speaking to us. um, Yeah, this is the episode that um, if you're an educator, you want to feel like everything that comes out of your mouth is vital and just the most important thing ever. It should be to a kid. You really want to feel that way. It's not, but you want to feel that way. But there are times during a lesson, or a class, you'll say, I really, really need you to pay attention to what, to this particular piece of information. I really need it, like really zero, you know, and that's what I felt like the writers were saying with this particular episode, henceforth the title Soft Eyes. Like, I really need you to listen, to watch what we're trying, to really think about what we're trying to say. Uh, think about what we're trying to say and there are a number of parallel scenes and situations which we will flush out over the course of of a a handful of them them. um it begins this episode of course begins uh with Herc, our buddy Herc, who of course is uh discussing his new job uh, as being part of the the mayor's detail um he was discussing it with the other with the other officer. The other officer seemed to be a little frustrated about the detail. Herc had a you know had a brighter outlook, saying that you know this would be you could just he could make Sergeant easier going through this detail. Um, and then there was a question of where where and then was there was a question of where the mayor what the mayor's schedule was going to look look like uh, for the rest of the day. Herc wanted some confirmation. Or clarification on that. So he goes back in the building and checks to see, you know, to speak to the mayor. He runs it to the chief of staff. The chief of staff, you know, gives him a half an answer, but not the full answer, and basically blows him off at the end of when Herc is trying to find out, you know, what, you know, what's what. Um, so Herc, you know, knocks on a couple of doors. And then he walks into the mayor. The the mayor walks into mayor's the mayor office. Uh, mayor Royce's office office as Mayor Royce is receiving head from uh, his secretary. Uh, again, if you notice in episode one, you saw there was some energy between the mayor and his secretary. It, it's it's real subtle. but it, it, it stood out the last time. It stood out this time when I watched the, the first episode. So. Uh, not, you know, so certainly if you, you know, get on the rewatch, you can see how that blended into this particular scene. So Herc, of course, you know, is is in is in shock. He immediately, you know, you know, closes the door, sees what the mayor's doing, then uh closes the door and walks out, uh, just nervously feeling, you know, not knowing what his future with that job is going to uh look like. Um yeah, this, you know, again, this would be a major thread in uh the season um in, in regards to what transpires with this. Um what were your thoughts on uh on this on this opening?
1: Yeah, I mean I yeah. loved how you started it off in terms of um this being about the the whole picture. And I think that's a great frame to look at this this episode uh with um i also uh just i mean these are the type of episodes i love um and so i i absolutely adored adored this episode um because of that because of that frame and so when i was watching this scene this is one of those wire moments where um it's not ne- this isn't necessary this isn't necessarily played for comedy like um, I, I think it, 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 it is it is Obvious that this is something that is a potential um, point uh, for for or a potential pivot point um, for for the character of Herc. Um, so so you know that what struck me when I was watching this scene again, and it actually always strikes me um, when when I see this scene is is when he walks away, and they pan over to all of the former mayors. Um, of the of the city. That's at least what I assume assumed um was were those were those pictures. Um and um it goes from white, 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 white. And then finally it starts to be um uh African American uh white male and then uh, African American men and um uh the what I also noticed that as a trend last last week and then I noticed that all throughout the episode in terms of like pay attention when they when they kinda like slowly pan on something. They're there's they're saying something visually to you. And what I took from that moment was um there's a lot there's a lot of conversation in this in this episode, um in last episode about um the mayor being white and how that um that negates his possibilities of being um elected, which is an oxymoron in itself, because that is usually a dairy um uh, a, a beneficial thing to to be in order to get elected in this country, and so um and so it, they're they're playing around with that notion, and they are essentially saying that um this is a this is this is a Baltimore being a city run by a black mayor is a temporary situation. Now you can look at it as a temporary situation in terms of the wire or a temporary situation in terms of, of life. And um, the, essentially what, what I believe the show is trying to point out to us uh, uh, immediately is that um, the system always corrects itself. And the system is not set up for people of color and in disadvantaged situations. In this particular show in Baltimore, um, they're talking about people of color who are people of color, poor, poor people of color. Um, and and the situations that they're in and um, the implications that they want us to think about throughout this episode and throughout this season are what are the implications when the people who are in power, what are the implications for people in power? What are the implications for people in power who don't look like the community they're serving, the majority community serving? And then what are the implications uh, when for... For when it does, when when you do have somebody in office that looks like you, what are what are all of that and and of course so the wire never asks easy questions and so if there's no easy answer or ready made solution right now, they just
0: want us to pay attention to your point. Yeah, yeah, that it, that that stood out too as far as when you're talking about the mayors, the, the ex mayors that they um, were showing in, in those those pictures and they they I mean they really. Went out their way to make sure they showed each picture and slowly would move move to the next picture. So that that, that definitely, you know, that, that was definitely a sticking point to me when I, uh, as well in that scene as well. It's like, what, you know, I'm, I'm asking myself, you know, thinking to myself, okay, why are they showing these pictures? It, it definitely, it definitely, you know, piqued my interest this time around more so than, than prior viewings. Because yeah, like you said, there's no wasted motion with the wire. They're going like, to they're going to show something. They, they show something is for, for a reason. So that I, I agree from that standpoint, that, that, that kind of that stood out in that in that in that scene as uh, as well. You um, we go to the detail, Perlman and Signer. Uh subpoenas are going out. They discussed the subpoenas going to out to uh, going out to these uh, these elected some of these officials around Baltimore. And you see, and you see that um, Herman or Freeman notices that Two, two subpoenas have been withheld. Uh, one from Clay Davis and the other from Andy Kralchek. Of course, Clay Davis and Andy Kralchek are of course vital members of the mayor's ticket as far as fundraising and, and and politics. From that standpoint, as far as money, both of them are are important to. Um, to Royce from that standpoint, uh, money and and land development, as well. Um, so Freeman and Perlman get into it, um, and Perlman then realizes that she has been completely taken advantage of by Lester. Lester, she said that you know last year you wanted to send these out, but fresh cases kept you from sending them out, and uh, clearly it was. Lester, clear, clearly it was Lester's intention, Freeman's intention to make sure that these subpoenas were sent out during the time of election or during the time of, of the election. And she, Perlman, is annoyed from that, by, about, she's annoyed with what, she's just as annoyed from being played by Lester as she is, almost is about the subpoenas actually going out. Not quite as, but almost just as annoyed. Uh, what are your thoughts on the scene?
1: Yeah, I mean well she's a, she's annoyed because of the political implications to yes. her career. Her that's purpose. why she's yes, annoyed. that's, that's number um, one. Yeah. Yeah. So so she I mean she she knows. I mean and so um and so the the big thing here is the you know the this is this is front and center, you know, this this as we as we said, the parallel between education and um and and politics is, is evident in in this season. And so um this is this is kind of like the for real kind of like opening salvo of like what what uh how um, uh what's the word what's the right word to say? Not vital, not important. It is how uh intrusive politics can be uh, in the ability for um, for lack of a better phrase, for any type of reform, real change to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we move to carchetti Norman. So Norman, uh, of course, his uh, his top, you know, his, his top assistant campaign manager. Uh, campaign manager. I keep forgetting that his top, his campaign mm-hmm. manager, uh, goes and picks him up. And Carcetti is, you know, Norman is having a conversation with the white, with Carcetti's wife. She's, you know, giving out basically the schedule in terms of the things that she's going to have to do over the course of the day and and, 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 and over the course of the day and evening. Uh, And you can, you could, you know, you could kind of see the toll that the campaign is already taking on her with her facial expression. And then, you know, he's waiting for Carcetti, and Carcetti is in the bedroom with his daughter playing uh battleship which i like i i made me took me back to my childhood i, I definitely had that mm-hmm. game and electric battleship um so he's playing battleship with his daughter of course norman basically is like you know you know what are you doing like we don't have time for this as as he asked him for about 10 more minutes and carcetti of course continues with the theme from last or his sentiment from last episode saying, you know, with the numbers, the polling numbers can do, I, you know, can I really win with these polling numbers? Uh, so he doesn't believe at this point, he does not believe that he can win uh, as he, you know, play continues to play battleship with um, his uh, daughter. Uh, what were your thoughts on this thing?
1: Yeah, it's really quick, but I like the word that you use toll um, because, uh, you know, Karketty in last season came in as uh, one of one of our reformers. And now we see where um, the process has him at at this point in time. He's very excited, very um, energetic about the idea of running and doing, you know, whatever he doing, whatever he was saying he was going to do. Um, And now at this point in time, we see that that's kind of that's that's taking its toll on him.
0: Yeah, I also like the fact that they had, you know, the game battleship not only from the standpoint of nostalgia, but uh, again, you know, and this is the, the genius of this show with the details like that. That is a game of strategy. That is a game where you have to think big picture and you I mean, that's a game where you have to have soft eyes in order to be in order to be effective and win. So I that certainly was not by accident having that having that particular game. Um even though it might seem as a minuscule considering how quick the scene was, even though it might seem minuscule as far as him playing with his daughter, um definitely I I like that I like that they had that in in that particular scene as well. Um, We go to Prez. He's cleaning the classroom. Of course, school has not started that. It still hasn't started. Uh, As of yet, he's cleaning his classroom to, you know, his favorite tune, Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. Of course, you go back to season two when Prez was setting up the office uh, for the detail. He was playing uh, Johnny Cash's Walk the Line. So continuing on with that theme in terms of his music, uh, there's no way in the world that I would be uh taking gum on un, from under the desk that shit would not happen that gun would stick right there um so he's better than me from that standpoint uh, <laughs> that, that gun would stay right under that desk uh but you see prez you know this is who prez is uh what were your thoughts on this uh this quick scene
1: this is set up this is just setting setting up prez as
0: a teacher kind of like the combo the yeah uh, webay Delanda, and Naaman. So we find we have a reveal uh, that, first of all, you know it was, it was great to see webay one of the uh, one of the Barksdale originals, uh, who's of course locked up for life. We find out that webay is uh, has a son, and find out that Naaman is uh, Weeby's son, uh, and we also meet Delanda Bryce, who is not married to WeeBay, but took his name anyway. And of course, is, we find is the mother of Naaman. And frankly, and we'll get to flush this out over the course of the season. Uh, and there, there are two characters that we get introduced to in this episode that are two of the worst people in the history of the show. And I'll mention, she's one of them and I will mention the other one. Uh, the other one will be coming up shortly. But they, we got introduced to two of the worst people <laughs> in the history of The Wire, to be honest with you. Um, so, the line uh is asking um Naaman about Bodhi and what's going on with his crew. Um and Delanda, even before that, they get into that conversation. Delanda calls him out, calls uh Naaman out for hardly putting forth the effort, not, not showing up for work. And Webe ch- we we chastises, uh and says, either you're real out there or you're not. Um but he also, you know, he also gave him some uh he also gave him some uh props for cleaning the fish tank and, and, and what have you as the as Londa had uh no interest, uh no interest in that. But 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 also, and this is something something to pay attention to, even before that discussion began, Weebe asked uh Delanda, you know, are is Brianna Barksdale still taking care of the, you know, taking care of them? Of course. Uh, and that's a real, you know, that's something to remember for the future, as Weebe is still receiving payments from the Barksdales for all his time that he put in and also for being loyal to the Barksdale uh, empire, you know, Avon, you know, of course led by Avon. Uh, good to see webay Uh, What were your thoughts on, on this scene, this introduction to kind of like the family life of Maine and Bryce?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, everything with the boys are vitally important and i can't say why right now but everything with the boys are vitally important because these are brand new characters well i can say it like this these are brand new characters and um we're we're, we're trying to figure out everything about them their motivations they're like why they do what they do what what their lifestyles are like and everything like that so it's important just from character development and then um it's it's just important it's just important. everything with the boys is important every single scene is important and every single scene that they're in is about them and so this the finally de- the the family dynamic is um important to the be- development of we uh, the establishment of we the establishment of naaman's character
0: uh yeah no question about it uh,
1: his wants his needs his desires the reasons why he makes the choices he does yep
0: yeah. Yep, no 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 question about it. Uh, the family
1: dynamic is
0: is is huge. So you um so we get to uh Monk, Chris and uh Marlo. Um Monk has given out 200 to 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 the uh neighborhood kids um right before school starts and you have Chris and uh you know sitting on a truck, you have Marlo across the street, the kids acknowledge Marlo. And yes, he you know gives him a head nod, and then we hear we see Monk and Marlowe and Chris back in the truck in the truck as they're riding, and he says, you know, your name's gonna ring out, man. Your name's gonna ring out, man. And Mar- as Marlowe nods his head in approval, as nods his head you know with that approval, and appro- with that approval. And again, this is a you know as we're learning about. The new characters with the boys we're also learning more and more about Marlowe Stan- Stanfield. and one thing that again that we we know right now is how much uh it, it is how much he values his uh reputation uh what were your thoughts on this scene
1: yeah i mean short scene 100 percent agree with you on that and then also i would add that this is also a um, strategic move by by Marlowe um and we we've said this before in 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 other circumstances but this is a common kind of uh you know um uh, uh uh boss criminal move you uh you a you give to to, to um give off the image of um of that that you're 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 a good, good guy yeah, good. um in general nice. but then also it's a uh, the strategic part of it is you're buying people's loyalty yeah. um or not, not even lo- you're buying you're buying their hesitancy to um to tell what yeah. you're doing and if something has happened they'll be the first one you know if, if we want to make comparisons early um uh, three three people are trying the same tactic, but going about it in different ways, or or are doing it in different um from different positions. Marlowe, um, Cuddy, and Carver. All of them are about relationships. Every okay. single one of them about relationships. And then if we want to get deeper into education, education is all about relationships. That's that's that is front center the only thing and then everything builds off of that same with all three of these gentlemen and what they need in order to do what they need to do in their individual roles they have to build really good relationships in order to get back what they need um and for for all three of these gentlemen part of that is building strong relationships with these kids
0: yeah no, no, there's no, there's it. It's there's no two ways about it. Marlo is absolutely thinking. We talk about soft eyes. Uh, he's absolutely thinking big picture in regards to, uh, yeah, his name ringing out. But in regards to, like you said, buying more and most importantly that buying of uh, of, of loyalty, and the yeah, we'll and we'll definitely flush it out later on when he uh, when they had when he has interaction with 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 the boys. Um we get cut we go to Cuddy and the supervisor um so Cuddy, you know is in is in his groove now. he you know he's uh talking you know speaking Spanish with, with you know with, with some of the workers. He did not seem to be in a good place and the supervisor gives him a proposition to where they could get another you know that they can earn more money and you know, they can spread out and cover more ground. Um, and Cuddy, Cuddy, kind of, Cuddy turns that down because of, of course because he's involved with his uh boxing, um, with the situation in terms of his boxing, his, his boxing gym and how, how busy he is, he is uh with that. Um, what were your thoughts this is a quick scene, but what were your thoughts on this scene? Yeah, this is a quick scene. <laughs> um
1: uh character development.
0: Yeah. We see, uh, we go to Bodie, Naaman, and Mike. So again, we, school hasn't started, but uh, school is, is fastly approaching. And Naaman and you know, some of and Mike, you know, Naemon, Mike, and Naemon, of course, are looking to, are looking to get some school clothes. So Naaman gives up his job temporarily to uh, in terms of this, on the corner to in terms of selling drugs on the corner to Mike, so Mike can get uh, money for his school clothes. And um, yeah, have Bodie basically say, sure. You know, Bodie basically, you know, initially was, you know, was like, I'm not trying to hire the whole neighborhood. Uh, but uh, once Naaman was willing to give up his spot for Mike, once give up his spot for Mike, then, you know, Bodie was fine because he didn't have to pay. He wasn't going to pay two people. Uh, basically, two people to do one job. So he, he, you know, agrees to it. Reluctantly, not even reluctantly, but he agrees to it as, as he gets distracted by uh, Bunk and Carver coming up, pulling up. And you see, we see Bunk and Carver continuously are asking and looking for Lex, Bodie. You know, Carver says, Hey, I thought we were on better terms. And Bodie says, You know, we good, but um, I, I just haven't seen him, which he hasn't. Um, and you see Bunk, you know, give uh, Carver a uh, not Carver, but a Bodie you know, a hard stare as he goes back into the car. I mean, I, I, you know, at this point, Bodie, you know, they don't know, of course, uh, Carver and, 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 uh, Carver and, uh, Bunk, but Bodie knows that, that, that Lex is dead. And, uh, I thought at this point, that Bodie knew Lex was dead. Uh, what were your thoughts on this scene? Uh, yeah,
1: you know, um, have- again, uh, everything with the boys is yeah. vital. And, and again, this is about the boys and it's about, um, character points for Michael and it's, it's definitely another huge character point for, um, for, uh, uh Naaman. um, the fact that he gives up his, his corners is, is uh, our fact that he gives up that, that part of the job, um, is, is telling us something about his character. Um, and so we're right at the building blocks. Um, and so any, every move that both of them make and the fact that Michael's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I need to do this. Um,
0: uh is is important to his character as well. Uh we go to Herc and uh Mayor Royce they're in the, the they're in the truck and you see as uh Herc is driving that Mayor Royce is it, kind of kinda of, kinda of stares at him but not you know not uh any side eye anything like that but kind of stares at him as he's taking a phone call about the election, uh certainly, you know, this can be considered certainly a setup quick scene, but what was your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, this is a setup
0: scene. Uh we go to Bubbles and Sherrard. So we get uh Bubbles and Sherrard, Sherrod. So we get uh introduced to Bubbles latest uh protege and they're selling, you know, they're selling t-shirts and paint cans and what have you. So Bubbles has his business going. And then, uh, as the guy wants to ca- basically cash out, pay, pay for the, pay for the, pay for his materials, um, Bubbles asked Sherrod, Sherrod, excuse me, that, uh, you know, what's the total, a couple of paid cans and some t-shirts and Sherrod, of course, gives him the wrong amount. It was, turns out to be $19 Sherrod said, add up to $13. So we see that, uh, Sherrod, um. We see that Sherrod, you know, you know, struggles uh we're struggling with uh, in terms of counting, you know, with counting in terms of counting the money. Uh we'll and we will see how that plays out in a later scene. Uh what were your initial thoughts on this particular scene?
1: It is um <laughs> here here's what I'll say. The character of Sherrod and the dynamic between Bubbles and Sherrod requires soft eyes from the viewers. It's going to require soft eyes. It is everything and every moment between them is everything, but there is no way I can talk about it at all. Um, And so um, it requires soft eyes, but it's, it's their, their, their dynamic, their interaction is ties, ties a lot of the threads of what this season is about together.
0: Yeah. No, it, there's no ways about it. And again, this is just, of course, this is just the beginning. From that beginning, from that standpoint, uh, we go to Bunk and Lex, Lex's mother, along with another guy that was in the was in the house. Maybe, I don't know, that was his father or uncle. Um, so Bunk, of course, is looking for Lex. Um, tells the mom, I don't, I know that he sells drugs. I don't care. Yeah, he sells drugs. I, you know, there was, you know. You know, she I'm still and I'm looking for him and she doesn't give bunk, of course, any uh, inf- information uh, about Lex whatsoever. The guy, the older guy that was sitting in, in the uh, living room along just uh, along with bunk and uh, Lex's mom didn't say anything. Uh, they didn't They, you know, they basically didn't move or didn't even acknowledge bunk. Uh, whatsoever. So initially he run, he's running into a dead end. I'm trying to get in terms of getting more information on what transpired uh with Lex. Um what were your thoughts on this?
1: Uh this is this that scene is, is completely set up. But I do want to go back to um to to um to Sherard and 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 um Bubbles. Um, it's that is that important. And so here's here's also the other thing that I will say, um, and I'm calling all of us who've watched The Wire, and I'm calling myself out on this. Um, when we think about season four, we usually think about the four boys and we don't think about Sherrard. What does that say about us? I, I think about that. What does that say about us that we don't include Sherrard in that picture? And I think the show's I think the show's making that point.
0: Yeah, no, that 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 is a yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, no, yeah. That, and we and as we flush out the season, we definitely will it definitely will uh uh give spend a lot spend a lot of time on on the Shira character. Cause it, I, I have a feeling that would you know as a another viewing it definitely it definitely will will stand out um even even beyond the four even beyond the four boys. Um we go to Carcetti and the police union, and with Valchek. So the police union basically, you know, tells Carcetti, you know, they respect Carcetti, but they're not going to endorse. They're not going to endorse Carcetti because they're going to go with the safe play. That is the incumbent, one Mayor Royce. So again, show you how how much weight Royce still carries. Um, he's the mayor. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he's the mayor, and you know, again, it is, it is the safe play. It is the, to yeah, endorse, he's the mayor to endorse the guy who they think is going to win. Uh, we're still at a place in early in that you know we're still at a, we're still early enough on, on along in this process to where in this campaign to where people nobody believes Carcetti is going to win. So, you know... Carcetti doesn't believe Carcetti. Karkady, right. Carcetti, yes, yes. So we're still at we we'll sort early in, in in that particular uh, process. Uh, what were your thoughts on this scene? Setup. Uh, we go to Cuddy and the boxing gym. Um, so Cuddy, you know, is uh, has completely turned around his boxing gym, and the gym is nice. Got some new equipment, courtesy of you know Avon Barksdale and that t- and that fifteen thousand dollars in cash. Also, uh, against Avon's wishes, but it doesn't matter because he's locked up, Uh, put put up Avon's picture um, from from his time with the Golden Gloves. Um, We see uh, him training boxers, but we also see something that transpires that is going to be a major thread. And that was his flirtation or the flirtation back and forth with one Spider's Spider's mother. As she says, you know, I can throw it out in the kitchen amongst other places. And a number, a number of women, um, single or not, who knows, that were in the gym as well. Um, A very important scene uh, when you think about Cuddy and, you know, the relationship. We're talking about relationship building. This is a very vital scene when you think about Cuddy's relationship with these young boys um uh moving along um what what were your thoughts
1: yeah i know exactly what you're saying um it's a bit early yet for for the full um reveal on why it's why it's so important but you're absolutely right you just gotta you just gotta pay attention it's 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 it is a dynamic that will will play heavy
0: yeah yeah there's there's no two ways about it um we go to Daniels and Perlman, so they're at home in bed. Uh, Daniels, uh is discussing her conversation with with, with uh, that transpired earlier with Freeman, and uh, in in the, the subpoenas. And Daniels basically says, "Hey, I, I you know, listen, Lester, you should do the same thing to me uh, when I, when we were working together." Uh, so he teaches her about you know, about Lester, you know, and how he spoke to her. And but at the same time he says, "Hey, you sent out the subpoenas. You did send out the subpoenas anyway." And um, so he, he kind of comforts her, but also gives her a taste of what he had to deal with in regards to um, in regards to dealing in regards to working with um, Freeman. Uh, what were your thoughts on this scene?
1: yeah um it, it, one is just like a fun scene to watch just kind of like uh you know everything a lot of the scenes in the wire are very intense and and, and and serious and just mean and are waiting and so much so it's just like, like when i was watching i was laughing the whole time i was just like that's that's just a fun scene so that's number one and then number two this is um also uh with our former characters. Not a point like I mean, they're still here with our char- our older characters characters we've been with this entire time um, they are they are giving you new pieces of uh, information um, to set up
0: their shifting character motivations yeah so, so to your point I I want I, I want the audience to to be aware of something there like so the MCU, is it's not what the mcu be careful be around. careful you know be careful
1: real no, <laughs> be careful Will. Don't, you, yeah uh they, no, his, 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 you know I, me his, you know how serious i take the mcu be careful here's what i'm just why saying I'm
0: i'll
1: be all yep
0: the mcu go, ahead, go not, ahead.
1: Saying, what, i am just saying
0: not what it was you know in in past seasons mm-hmm. right now in past seasons in terms of personnel we, okay
1: you know so, okay okay
0: yeah okay. sorry I thought so, you talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> no, 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 no. MC, you know, someone, yeah, yeah, Major no, Crime, major crime yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, I get it. <laughs> That's what I meant. It's my geek. <laughs> yes, Major <laughs> Crime, you. We're back on the same page, Major Crime. Uh, yeah, got it.
0: So, I want the audience to really pay attention to Freeman, to to Freeman, because there, there, there is a, there's gonna, there is a shift and a transition that is going on. I want, really want the audience this this season to pay attention to uh, Freeman and also uh, look at the fact that it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a player who was a part of a great team who we know could play, but now all of a sudden, some of those pieces are not there to bounce out his, his talents. So he has to carry, he is the guy now. Freeman is the guy now of the MCU. And I, it's a different dynamic going on with that. So, and, that, and that's all I say. So, there's a much I want people really to zero in on Freeman in regards to the MCU right now because there's there's no Daniels, there's no McNulty, there's no uh, there's no Lucy, there's no uh, there are no other these ca- other characters that kind of balance that that energy out with, with Freeman. Is this is Freeman is in you know. I, I want to say because he just came back to the Houston Rockets. Freeman is in borderline James Harden mode right now. He's like he he's he's cooking on all, on all cylinders in regards to how much power he has and just where he's at in terms of he is the guy. The the usage is high, okay, which is not a place that we've seen Freeman before because of the other the other the other powerful characters that were a part of the MCU as well. So I just keep just be aware of that. i wanted to mention that last episode I thought it might be a little bit too early, but just keep your eyes on on, on, on that. Um, so we go to uh, Bubbles and Sherrod go back to Bubbles and Sharad Sherrod. So Bubbles criticized Sherrod about miscounting the money um and he basically says hey you know if you you know we could be making you know if i put if i left you on your own you know we could be covering more ground covering more ground and making more money but you know you you know so you need to you know basically encourages him to go back to school uh sherrod makes a very important point in regards to saying that the teacher you know saying that when he was when he was in school the teachers did not pay attention to him and even even with saying that bubbles criticized him and saying well and he walked out and bubbles criticized him and say well what does it you know what does that leave, what did that leave you um again important. what were your thoughts on, on on this on this particular scene
1: big time father son dynamic. Sorry, big time father son dynamic um he leads him with the advice and we've all gotten this advice and we've all gotten this advice um you know uh you walking out how did that who who did that hurt is the teacher hurt by that that? Is you hurt by that? I know I got that that conversation a few times. Um, and so yeah, yeah, father son setting up, showing huge time father son dynamic here. So it's it's in this is this is another soft eyes, um, with
0: with these two. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. So we move on to, uh, and again with the parallel scenes we saw earlier. Uh Cuddy supervisor say, hey, we could be covering more ground. Uh, if you had another truck. a truck. Now you see bunk, not bunk, bubble saying to Sherrod, hey, we could be covering more ground if you were better at math. Uh so you know that's yep. one of the first of our of our parallel type scenes in term- in situations uh with this episode. That-
1: Sorry to interrupt, but that's, that's actually a really good point that I just connected like in there in terms of like the connection that I said Marlo, I said Cuddy, and I said Carver, but then we also have bubbles as well. And so you could you could also characterize this season, as not only education, not only um, uh, politics, but the relationships of men, Black men, Black boys, and how they interact with each other and the importance of all of that. Um, yeah, when we, we were talking about that, that just kind of like hit me. This is a relationship. This is a show not only about, of course, the relationships that we have to build in order to um, engage um, the younger generation, uh, but also it is about how vital and how complicated those relationships between. Especially, let's say, since he's really focusing on it, um, the relationship of black men and black boys.
0: Yeah, no, it, it, there's, there's no. Choice. What that looks like, sounds like, feels like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we go to Michael, naming Randy, Michael, naming and Randy. They're discussing the upcoming kind of school year, talking about you know, teenage shit in regards to girls that they're gonna sleep with, and they're joking, you know, joking about. And uh, you know we see, you know Michael and uh, naming you know play fight, and then we see Monk come up to them and give them two hundred dollars each. Uh, and Michael does not take uh, does not take the two hundred dollars. And um, you know Monk basically says, "Hey, you don't got nothing. You don't have to do nothing for it." And Mike, you know, Michael says, "No, I'm good." And, you know, Rand Nicholas, you know, tries to, you know, intertwine and says, I'll take it. And then, and then, then Naaman, Naaman checks him from, um, in terms of that. Uh, what, were your, uh, what were your thoughts on this, on this scene? I want to combine it with the other scene. Gotcha. All right. So we'll, we'll go directly to that. So right after that, we go to Mike and Marlo. So as Mike is walking away, Marlo approaches him. And basically says, you know, you too good for my money or you or you a bitch ass nigga that, that, that care about where money come from. Something to that extent. And they have a stare down and Marlowe blinks first in the stare down. And when he when that happens, as, as as Mike Michael stands his ground, Marlo, of course, is impressed, to say the least, by Michael. And says, you know what, we're cool, you know. And Michael walks away, and then Chris gives Marlo gives Chris a look of, of approval uh, as they, you know, as they notice, uh, you know, notice some uh, somebody that they certainly have taken will take an interest in. Uh, what were your What were your thoughts with this?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I still there's still a, a a part of of um. There's still there's still another scene that that I will connect all of this with, but but I can speak speak on speak on these two. I mean, like like I said, this is it's, anything with the boys is all about the boys and their character development. Um, and so um, this is giving us this is giving us gems on each boy's character. That's that's why these two scenes are very very good. Um, because you get you get a look at Namie, you get a look at um, Randy, you get a look at uh, Michael. Um uh not so much dookie um he's in the back um and uh and so that that just gives you kind of little little nuggets on each of their characters and of course more the one that shines out the most is michael's character in this and giving 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 um us a little introspection into uh what michael values and then i'll connect it once we get to the the quote that he says
0: so we go to uh and carver um, Herk, of course, is nervous about what transpired with 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 voice early in the episode. Um, Carver basically says, "Listen, this is kind of out of my pay grade, but I can put you onto somebody who is, you know, savvy in politics, and we will see uh, where that leads. Uh, lead where that leads to. Uh, what are your thoughts? That uh, we go to Carcetti." Uh, D-Gaschino and Norman discussing the debate strategy and what, you know, and how Tommy should go about that. Um, And Tommy basically, uh, you know, says, listen, you know, basically, you know, basically has has a debate, has that down, you know, down to a T as far as what he's going to do and how he's going to attack. Voice with voice, if voice comes at him with certain, you know, certain topics and and what have you. So he has that memorized to a T, but he basically still says, Hey, I still wake up in the city white. I still wake up white in a city that that's not. Uh, warrior thoughts, yeah. I mean,
1: uh, obviously, you see the setup, but but I'll set the stage a little bit. I mean, like, so. The Carcetti character, like I said, he'll he'll he's the most important old school character in the in this season. It kind of revolves around him, especially the whole political um angle. Um, and so um, uh, obviously this is this is obvious because it's the second um uh, episode in a season that uh, we know it's not over. So it's setting like all these scenes with Carcetti are leading up to something. So they they're I want to say they're setting the tone. For the big reveal, um, so that that's what these scenes are functionally for. Um, the second part of it is, and we we talked about. And I, I want to go back to your battleship um, an analogy. Uh, is that um, it, it's further confirmation on how all these scenes are further comp, uh, confirmation on how politically savvy Carcetti um, uh, in is, which will play a huge role. So. It's setting up those two two things. Functionally, it's setting up for the big reveal at the end of this episode, but it's also setting up um, the Karketty character as how political savvy he is and what implications that will have on whatever agenda he
0: proposes. We go to Naaman, Mike, and Randy. Uh, they discuss Marlo and Mike not taking the money. Mike says, I'm just, Mike basically says, I am I just don't want, I'm just not about Owen, Owen niggas. Um, yeah, and taking it's mean, not about owing niggas that. Oh, he said that. Oh, that owing niggas ain't ain't about ain't uh, ain't me. uh Some you know. I'm paraphrasing from that standpoint. And uh, and, and then you had Naaman say a line. He says, "I'll take anybody's money if he's giving it away." Uh, remember remember that phrase. Um, and then we we uh, donut comes up. Uh, one of their other friends comes up with a stolen truck. Naaman gets in a stolen truck and they start talking about, uh, you know, let's go down to, let's go down to Howard County and Howard County. And Naaman says, you know, there's Kluka's Klan -Klan in Howard County. And then, uh, you know, Michael says, um, Michael says, you know, that's not true. My aunt lives in Howard County. I tell that, I mentioned that to you because that is a major, major foreshadowing is a major force That's why I, I I bring that up. Uh and then of course donut drive uh donut of course drives off uh with uh Naaman in uh, with naming uh in the truck um what, what are your thoughts on this scene
1: yeah the line is I ain't about that own nigga shit that's the exact that's yeah. the that's yeah. the quote yeah. um and so um I love that I love that line I love that line I love what it means to those other scenes and i think this is the definitive moment of the michael character um uh they laid the gauntlet down for him early um in, in terms of who michael is and how he sees the world and how he interacts with the world um you combine this with um the scene with naming and you get a really good picture of of um of michael and and how he moves and how he moves through the world. You also get a really good picture of Naaman and how Namon move, moves through the world. Uh, but nowhere near as much as Michael, Michael in in that line. Um, and so um, I I love that scene for that.
0: We go to Herc and Carver. Uh, Herc, uh, of course, Herc is you know they're on their day. Herc is dressed up. Carver notices that Donut has stolen the truck, and briefly chases them down, but. But then, you know, understands and knows that hey, I know these kids. I can ca- I can always catch up with them. I'm just gonna call this one in, and he uh, says we gotta get you to the appointment with uh with Vlachek. So, a contrast in terms of Herc, not Herc, in terms of Carver, season three when you saw him chase the dude and jump on the car and say we do not lose and we and all that, you know, go through that his is, his pseudo uh, King Kong ain't got nothing on me uh, from training day versus now. It's like, you know what? I'll catch up with you. I I I know these kids. I'll see them soon. Uh, What were your thoughts on this scene? Our characters
1: that we've been with for a long time are growing and changing. And that's
0: important to this show. So we, um, we go to that, Randy and Officer Walker. Uh, so, as as the kids are running away, um, of course, they, they, as they run away, they they go in different directions. Uh, Randy gets caught by Officer Walker, and during that, and Officer Walker searches him, takes the two hundred dollars from his pocket, believes that he was slinging. Uh, says, and you know, Randy says, "Hey, somebody, you know, my my foster mother gave me that money." and uh officer walker says well maybe she can come down she can come down and and fill out some information fill out and, and, and kind of confirm it down at the station and of course uh randy knows that this is not going to happen and he's out two hundred dollars and officer Walker, we we begin again this is the second character that is probably one of the worst people ever on his on on this show that you'll see yeah we, we met delanda now we meet officer walker and we certainly will not be the last that we uh see of uh that we see of him uh, as he takes Randy's uh takes Randy's money for himself. Uh what were your thoughts on this interaction?
1: Yeah, um again, anything with the boys is given us in look, that outlook into Randy's character. I mean into their to their character this is giving us a little bit of a look at to at what um what Randy values and where Randy is at. At this point in time in his life, um, and uh, yeah, pay attention.
0: So we get back to Freeman, Signer, Signer, Kima, and Lester. Well, Freeman, Signer, Kima, they are uh, ready to uh, officially serve the subpoenas, and Lester basically says, "Look, I got I got my twenty in. I don't blame you if you don't if you're not you know with this." I got my 20 in. You guys have to live in this You have to live in, you know, in this unit and in this, you know, and live with this on any, in terms of any blowback that comes with this. And we see that, uh, frame of course, Kima is all in and center, you know, reluctantly says, you know, I'm in, I'm in as well. And, um, we see that Kima serves, serves call check. And we see that signal serves, of course, one, clay davis uh warrior thoughts on these on these scenes
1: uh setup but our characters are growing
0: and changing yep uh we go to marlo snoop uh chris and snoop are having target practice in the woods uh shooting guns along with a couple other marlo of uh, marlo soldiers basically teaching some of the youngins how to shoot how to shoot as well who are struggling uh of course you know we see marlo chris and snoop both you know are spot on as far as they're talking as far as being able to shoot a gun uh marlo gets a call uh monk get monk gets a call from uh a new character that we that that we get introduced to named uh named andre and andre is is annoying monk and monk marlo basically says that you know you know let me you know that's andre let me speak to you know let me speak to him and he immediately checks Andre and says, Don't rush me on shit. You know, you know, before you say another word, watch who the fuck you're talking to. I get to you when I get to you. Uh I get to you, I I get to you when I get to you, and then you hear Monk says, Andre got Andre's more maintenance than both my baby mamas. So another introduction to a new character that we'll, you know, we'll see more of throughout the course of the season. And uh as we see again, as we see Marlo, uh, you know. Flexing his muscles, so to speak. Uh what were your thoughts uh on this particular scene?
1: Yeah, I have to connect it with another
0: scene that's coming up. Okay. So set up. Valchek and Herc. So of course, um Carver introduces uh of course Carver worked with Valchek in season two, so that's that's that connection, that they, uh, you know, he had that relationship with him. He knows Valchek is savvy at politics. Uh, Valchek tells uh, her, you know, listen, just keep your mouth shut and wait to see how Royce deals with it. And basically says that, you know, you know, he's going to see how you carry it in terms of you being loyal and you know, he says if voice says something, if voice says something or if voice gets if voice you know gets rid of you, something to that, something to that extent, then then you open your mouth, but basically keep your mouth shut and don't say anything. Um and basically he says, I would love to be in your place right now. Um I would love I would love I would love to be in your, your place right now. And as uh in course um Herc thanks him and and Check, of course, uh, you know falls out laughing uh once once her uh leaves after, after her uh, leaves um very uh, pay very close attention uh, uh in terms of what transpires with voice and herc in regards to what balcheck says Valchek, savvy pol- savvy political person in you know in terms of being a major just has it, been around and you know in in terms of giving uh, hurt the advice on what he should do so there's a guy that you know that just just knows the game um uh, what were your thoughts on this scene yeah I, I, so
1: uh, we keep saying politics and now we need to pull pull this apart because um this is this is a very personal statement by both simon and um ed burns and, and the and anybody else that's uh, creating a show and so all right so we got politics and it's kind of like you know pure form right like the political um the 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 actual politics the actual political things that are going on in the city by the government by the city government um and that is represented by royce and Carcetti and clay davis and that entire group and then we have the internal politics of um the police department or for any wherever you work That's that's when 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 you use that word, wherever you work at, um, you talk about the politics of of your job. And what we're basically talking about when you say when you say politics, uh, particularly in the workspace, is the um, the interactions. You know, we've all been um, giving this advice as we were growing up. You know, it's not um, what you know, it's who you know. Right. Right. And so what Balichek is giving him is he's giving him career advice right now. That's what he's saying. And so the statement that um, that they're making in this show and it's a statement that a lot of us have said everywhere we've been and that has been shown um, uh, for for those who have lived through 2020 and everything else um, is that um, the the higher you go does not mean you are more competent and um, that is a big-time beef of David Simon and Ed Burns. Um, uh, and that is a big-time beef they are, they are expressing in this show. And essentially what Dowcheck is saying is, um, a, a, another line that was in there was, he says, um, a careers have been made off a lot less,
0: less than this. Up. Yep.
1: Um, and, so, and so essentially what he's saying is that, and you said it accurately at the very end of the game, in order to advance, you have to play the game, and playing the game is about favors and who you know and not about skill and competence. And so um, the it was represented in the past in the McNulty character, but they shifted from that, and so they're, they're representing it in other ways in terms of um, the beef is not that I don't like authority, I don't like higher-ups. The beef is that from the way that the system is set up, the only way that you can get higher up is off of favors and not off of results of what you're doing. And so um, uh, Valachek is trying to give, give uh, Herc the, the game, give him the game on, on how, like, you want to, it's not just taking the detail that's going to advance you, which is what Hurt thought. Of, all he had to do is just take this detail to your point early on, why he was so... You know, um, enthusiastic about the detail. He just thought taking the detail itself gets you the promotion. What well, Valcek is saying is like, uh uh-uh, uh, nah, 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 nah. It's stuff like this that's going to get you the promotion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Having dirt. Yep. Yeah. And Valchek also says there might come a time where I might ask you for a favor. So he. Sure. Classic Balcheck. When, when he makes rank, when he makes rank, yes, when, yeah So you
1: can't, yeah, like he has to be like, way nah, up yeah, to yeah, use yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. a favor. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, but But, yeah. Valchek, but I, I mentioned that to say Balcheck. Uh, is typical of his character. He's also going to try to look to get something out of it as well. Like he, he's also he's always looking at angles yeah, as well. well. Uh, so uh, I mean, I, like
1: uh, like the the essential statement in this show about leadership in this show um, is uh, you you can't be in the position Valchek is in, in the position Burrell is in, in the position that any of them are in who have those clusters on their chest without being able to play this game. It's impossible. The game isn't set up anywhere. There is no, I mean, of course, all right, now we're going to get deep. Of course, this is a statement on America itself, right? Like, the the um the what's the what's the appropriate word I'm looking for? The falsehood of all you have to do is work hard and pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you'll make it anywhere. We all know that's not true. It's not true. It's a lie. It's it's a lie set up for a reason. And so that's the big, big statement that the show is making. But in the micro um, the what they're saying is anybody in a position of leadership and of real power in this system, in this system of the show, can only get there through these means. So no one that is at that position can get there without playing these games. So absolutely, he's still doing it because that's the game that is played. It Absolutely, it's the game they all play.
0: So we go to uh Royce and uh Clay Davis. Of course, Dave Davis received the, the uh subpoena from you know from the major crimes unit. Uh he's of course is upset about the uh receiving the subpoena and gives Royce an earful. Uh Royce said he you know, Royce said he didn't know that was didn't know that was coming. And as Clay is breaking down how he generates money for the campaign, he of course ends. The, wow. He ends the scene with the same exact phrase that we heard earlier with Naaman saying, I'll take anybody's money if he gives it away. Uh, mm-hmm. So again, we see that parallel. And of course, we and we will see a certain lot, a lot more of, uh, of Clay Davis. And then you see Royce also br- briefly discuss with his uh, uh, campaign, not campaign manager, but with his chief of staff, Uh, About briefly discuss Herc, um, as he says he's going to hold off on him. As the campaign, the dude said, "Would you want to get rid of him?" He said, "He said, you know, not, not yet, not exactly." He Said, "No, you know, we're gonna, you know, I'm just going, you know, kind of wait on it." Uh, So we saw that brief interaction. Uh, What were your thoughts on the Clay Davis interaction?
1: Just just (laughs) to circle back on that really quick, because Valchek also says. In the giving hurt the advice, because um, hurt says, well, what if he tries to bury me? And he says, that's when you will talk. So right. um, Royce, Royce, is, Royce is a savvy politician. So that that absolutely is why he's given given the pause, and why um, why we heard that line, honestly, from uh, from Belichick is to kind of like set up that set up that notion. Um, now, uh, uh, what was the scene? There was something else I was gonna say. I, I blanked on it. Um,
0: this is what what Davis, else was the scene?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so um, I said yeah because um, he essentially outlines corruption. He's 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 outlining the corruption. He's saying it. He gave you the step by step of how he um, how he gets his money, how he uses the money. And how that money then gives him the influence and power to stop in this case a criminal um investigation or subpoena um uh over or, or at this point in time uh, uh um his attempt to to stop it um but also uh you know how that can get him the things that he wants so he's i mean like that's just a it's just the outline of corruption. I mean, it's essentially is that. And then, um, also um, what what this is saying is, um, that, uh, to to your point in in terms of two scenes mirroring each other and the importance of Naaman saying that line and Clay Davis saying that line, the drug game is a hustle, the political game is a hustle. hustle. They're one and the same. All connected. All
0: connected. They're
1: one and the same. Not even all connected. They're one and the same. There is no difference. The only difference is how the people look, and how much money they have, um, and other factors that will be outlined, have been outlined, and will be outlined. But they are one and the same.
0: So we go to uh, naming Randy and Dukey uh, with along with Donut. They discuss officer. Uh, they discuss you know what transpired in terms of uh, Officer Walker. Uh, they acknowledge that you know Walker is, is is shady um and you have uh Carver approaches them gives them a warning says you know as he says yeah i know your name name it and uh gives them you know a fair warning about uh, about stealing uh, about stealing cars um or about stealing any type of vehicle for, uh for that matter um what were, your, what were your thoughts on Carver's exchange with uh, with the boys?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, essentially, I mean, the scene is set up, but it's important, but you pointed out, the important part of it is the interaction between Carver and the boys. He reiterates what he said to, um, to uh, Bunk way back, um, way back, in last episode, where he was like, um, you know, I know where they all stay and live. And so, I mean, like, then, like, let's, let's, like, so, essentially he's letting the boys know that, um, that I know what, I know, I, I know where all of you live. Stop doing that. And, um, you know, if we're going to draw the parallels between, um, what we do in education and then what the, what, what is going on in the show, um, I'll absolutely say I've done things like that, where it's just like, you, you want to like, you build the relationship in order to, um, get them to listen to you. Um, uh, in my, in, in my case. Um, and so, uh, and so you, you then use that to hopefully stop them from, from doing the stuff that is the most damaging things to them. Um, and so, um, that's what Carver's doing right now. Like, of course, he knows he can't stop anybody from stealing a car, but he's putting it out there. I know where all of you live. I know where you hang, you know, that, um, uh, I, if you steal a car I will know it's you and I will come right back here to you so don't steal the car he's hoping that that plays off again um the race relationship between black men and 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 boys and um, black boys father son relationship you know big brother little brother mentor mentee however you want to, however you want to frame it um there's a lot that's that's in there and there's a lot that's in that statement and any of us that have had that either have been the mentor mentee father figure teacher whatever however you wanted the authority figure and on the flip side though when we were boys have had similar statements like that and the idea and the goal is not that carver's like i'm going to mess you up um because i'm going to mess you up and be scared i'm going to mess you up but he's hoping the threat of that stops them from doing something stupid which is what we all try to do Yep. And it never works. <laughs> <laughs> it never works, because they're kids. They're kids. They're kids, yep. Yeah,
0: they are kids. And, they, and they
1: have to make all those mistakes.
0: Yep. It's part of the experience. Yep. Um, it is. They, uh, we go to Bunk uh, Holly uh, discussing Lex's uh, murder, and you, you know, Bunk says, you know, clearly he knows that the Lex's mom was lying. And but he says that was there was a different type of energy than than normal when a mother lies for her son. So he mentions that. Then we see them wait for a call. And Holly, you know, says, if I pick it up and it's a murder, you know, shall I pick it up because it's a murder, or it could be something else. So Holly decides, doesn't pick it up. You see Norris pick it up and uh Norris. Of course, they say that the guys were That it was a murder. So Holly, at that point, in the, at that point, feels relieved that he doesn't have to. That he's not the primary on a on a murder on a murder. We'll see how that transpires throughout the course of this episode as well. Uh, what were your thoughts on this scene? Yep, this is awesome. Uh We go to Cuddy and Michael. So Cuddy is back at the back back at the gym. Cuddy's watching Michael hit the bag. He's impressed uh, with Michael, um, you know, with Michael hitting the bag. And um, as he's as we see another uh, as he's approached by another woman who treats him the food, uh, who treats him the food as well uh, as well. So quick scene, but again, Cuddy now had now has his uh, now recognizes Michael as potentially to be a uh to be has potential to be a good boxer. Uh what was your thoughts? Uh
1: yeah, again, this is given more, a little bit more character development with Michael. This 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 requires again that theme a little bit, a little bit of softer eyes um in, in order to see where they're going at at this point with it. But it's your character development on Michael in a uh, in in a couple different fronts. Absolutely.
0: Uh, so we see Holly and Norris. They arrive at the murder scene. Uh, the guy, uh, the guy, you know, was dead. And but before he, you know, before he died, the guy said, "You know, you know, who shot you?" And Holly jokes. He said, "A man." The guy, or the other guy, told him. The other officer told him that was on the scene and said, "A man with a gun." And of course, Holly cackles at, at, at that for, at that saying. Uh, again, this will be a major setup for uh, for a future scene and also uh, future episodes for that matter. Uh what are your thoughts on this quick scene? Yep, sign up. We go at the Freeman and Kima. They are listening to the wire uh with marlo's conversation with our old face Andre. And they will uh Freeman's able to recognize that the guy that marlo ranked um ranked uh Monk and able to make out to, to decipher that you know this you know and able to determine that that was Marlowe, uh, there was Marlowe on the on the wire and, you know, they, you know, are kind of surprised that he was, you know, they were kind of surprised that he was on the phone, uh, speaking on the phone and, uh, you know, and Kima thinks that that was, you know, thinks that that was a bold move of Marlowe to be talking uh, on the phone. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on this scene?
1: Mostly, oh no, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, I was gonna say mostly set. No, the other scene was completely set up for this scene. That's that's why that scene was there, in order for for this to happen, um, for the detail to have, um, uh, uh a line into a potential line into Marlo, What they think is a potential line into Marlo, and then also to hear the amount of violence that's being done in that in that scene, and how it's not coordinating with um how much violence they're not seeing out
0: on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Um we go to Bubbles and Sherrod. So they're back in a they're living in like in 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 this shed. Um and Bubbles thinks Sherrod was asleep uh as he's you know about to get high. Uh but Sherrod, you know Sherrod, Sherrod was not asleep and Sherrod explains says, you know, basically says, you know, I'll, I'll go to school, uh, basically says, I'll, I'll go to school and follow, you know, the advice that Bubbles had given him early, uh, earlier in the episode. And this is a very, I thought this was a very, just, it was a sad scene because it, it was sad from the standpoint of you still, despite the fact that Bubbles, um, has his own business. And seemingly, <laughs> yeah,
1: seemingly. <laughs> His, I, yeah, <laughs>
0: he, he's not gonna be. Yeah, he's not. You, you're being kind with maybe, the word be, business. That's uh, all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you're being kind, very kind. but you see, you, be very you kind. That Bubbles, you think that bubbles is uh on the way up, but it just goes mm. to show you that with addiction and drug abuse, that you know that, that you know that that just that you know you're gonna be on that roller coaster. And, it, you know, things are not as it, on the, it, on, I, I, th- I thought it was a sad scene, it, things are not as good for Bubbles as it, as, as it may have seemed earlier in the episode or even earlier in the season or even last, last episode. So I thought it was, you know, I thought it was important for them to show that from a standpoint of just how, just in terms of dealing with uh, addiction. Um, what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I appreciate your loyalty and your feelings for Bubbles, but um, like I said, when the kids are involved, it's about them, just like in life. It's just about the kids, um, and this honestly isn't about Bubbles at all on this one, um, because it is, you know, again, like this thing, how mentors, mentees, uh, you know, the, why, why can't I find the, the word that encapsulates everything I want to say? Um, uh, for lack of a better word, particularly less when we talk about Bubbles and Sherrod, I can use the father-son dynamic. And um, we've all heard it, do what I say, not what I do, right? And so um, that's the part that broke my heart in this scene. I get your point about addiction, but I'm thinking more about the dynamic between him and Sherrod and the Bubbles is saying the right words to Sherrod and wants the right things for Sherrod, but as we all know, kids younger people than us are looking for us to show them the way and they're judging us on our actions more than our words. And that's the mistake that adults make all the time is if I just say enough things that sound good, the kid will follow the directions. No, you got to walk the walk as well. And so that, that is what I find heartbreaking
0: about the scene. Yes, There's no two ways about it. Um, we go to Rawls and Burrell, they're discussing the subpoenas and how, you know, and basically how to control the MCU. Uh, Rawls basically just says flat out, they need they need supervision. Uh it lack is lacking supervision. So we 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 know where that will lead to, or we'll see what that leads to. Uh also important that they have identified uh Freeman as the problem. Um, cause initially Burrell said, you know, McNulty and you know, Rawls is like, no, no, no. McNulty's been going for that unit for a year now. It is the one, it's Freeman who kind of is, is 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 running things, so to speak, from that standpoint. It's, it's kind of like the stern, you know, it's the straw that stirs the drink. So Rawls is able to identify that and says that they are just lacking the supervision, is uh, lacking supervision. Uh what were your thoughts on this scene?
1: yeah the big the big the big part of the scene is that um clay davis's influence like again this show is this season is heavy on showing the implications of uh these political moves um and so uh the big thing is that clay davis's influence is um is happening and that that's that's what this scene is. That's what this scene is well, set yeah. up. I mean, well, Clay I mean, came Clay, in, Clay, yelled at Royce,
0: and Royce probably and
1: at him, um and, 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 at, uh, and, and oh and and Royce. I mean, no, 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 because the um the uh his assistant, I forget whatever's the mayor's the, the Chief of Staff. deputy mayor, whatever, whatever, I like, well, I forget what that's called, Chief but Chief Staff, he's the one see. that called Royce and um and uh Burrell. I'm not Royce Rawls and Burrell. Voice um, talked to Clay and Kar, Car Car Check Car Check car, right? The white guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, it's a K eight Car Check. I think Car something. Um, and so, Check. Yeah, Crawl Check. Yeah, Car Check. Not Car Car Check. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah. The deputy mayor did 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 the call to them because he already knew what I mean. Like they've done this, like all the stuff we saw in season 1 all the things that were holding the department back all the different things all this has been going on for generations for since government has been invented ever right. but in terms of this show this has been going on under behind the curtain this entire time they're just um they're just unveiling it it is now um the point of the show instead of being behind the curtain and so this is a move that's been made over and over again and so somebody high up with a lot of political influence had a problem with what somebody lower was doing in this case it's clay davis with the um uh major case squad i'm not calling it the mcu the major case unit um and so um uh uh, uh and so that that's that's what this scene is showing uh, we go to what
0: that North. political influence does. Yeah, yeah, no question. Uh, we go to Norris and Lansman. So Norris comes back, and now it says not only do they have a murder, but they have a murdered, a murdered witness. And Lansman immediately immediately goes into you know his form of you know uh, of, of of politics, and he says bury the witness angle, bury the witness angle with it being an election year, and then Lansman makes a call to a major. Uh, we'll find out who that major is. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, yep. you got to connect, connect, connect those things. Yep, yep,
1: yep. Yeah, we can't talk about it without that other thing.
0: All right, we will go to uh, Prez and the other teachers. Um, of course, you find out that, you know, one of the teachers that's working with Praise, of course, it was Cuddy's old girlfriend, Grace. Um, so she's she's in this scene. And you see them going over various, and you know, we we certainly been here, we've been here before in regards to before the school year, going over various strategies in terms of how to deal with the kids. Uh, you see the veteran teachers giving advice on, you know, you see one teacher says, you know, keeping the temperature at certain, uh, you know, a certain temperature to keep them drowsy. You see, uh, grace saying that, you know, keep the, your lesson plan filled with, with plenty of, uh, you know, plenty of activities. And before the, uh, scene is over, you see one older lady walk up to prayers and says, and says, you need soft eyes. Um, i love to scene just you know i, I love to see on so many levels and especially in regards to you just just thinking about what this you know how you're going to approach the school year and and seeing the you know some of the veteran leadership of teachers who have been there before mixed in with a guy who has never taught uh taught before uh what were your thoughts on this scene setup up um it's a
1: it's a it's a, uh, I mean, like if if I feel like getting to the weeds of it, it is a team. It's a we would call it a content team meeting. So it's it it's it's the group of teachers. They're probably doing a grade level meeting. So. Right um the all the all the teachers who are responsible for like eighth grade are getting together in norming i'm gonna use all of our language norming their their rules and their expectations so that it's a consistent across all the classrooms that's what they're that's yeah. what they're essentially the talking about it. and to your point yep and to your point it is um the the main point of the scene is that um is that what she means by soft eyes, and as we know, being young teachers and mentoring younger teachers now is that um the details you're focusing on are the wrong details. Um gum is not your priority. Yes. Um if that's what you're gonna focus on, it's gonna be it's gonna be challenging. And so that's all the different types of advice that they were they were um uh, giving him in order to try to set him as best up for success as possible,
0: yeah.
1: and that's what all better teachers do for young teachers. They really do, absolutely. And so, I mean, if you draw the if you draw the parallels, you can draw in the show what what um uh, uh in a in a more weird, more destructive way. McNulty and McNulty Greggs. And now a more mentor way, um, Freeman and Gregs, like she was the young buck coming in there, um, uh, uh, in in that space. So, anyways, it's 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 replicated within the show, and we all have examples of where it's replicated in our lives. We're new; we look to the betters to help us out.
0: Yeah. or or you should. <laughs> um, we go to uh, Norman uh, Carcetti and Valchek. So Valchek comes in. With uh a bit of important information in regards to the witness murder. Uh Valchek was the major that Lansman called and told him about it. And we will see how this scene plays out at towards the latter part of the episode. Uh what were your thoughts? Yep, stand up. Uh we go to principal, well, assistant principal Marsha Donnelly, along with another student uh named crystal she tells the student to deliver clothes to do to, to daquan and deliver them directly to daquan and no one else He key she emphasizes directly to daquan and daquan only and and we also see bubbles uh attempts to uh register charard for uh for school uh what were your thoughts on this scene yep that, uh, we can connect it with the later scene we go to we get there. back to Cuddy with the with the kids. Um, you see that the boy, that the boxers, the young kids are starting to take 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 note of, you know, of watching Cuddy with the women, and then we see that uh, Spider and Justin get into it with Mike over, over, uh, over the heavy bag. Mike has some rounds left, but Mike does not train. Mike does not train to fight. Keep that in mind. Spider and Justin train with Cuddy. They are actual fighters, and they are training with Cuddy. So Cuddy is training Spider and Justin. Mike and Naaman just go there to, you know, work out or to hit the bag. So they get into it. Cuddy kind of intervenes and says, uh, tells Mike, hey, you know, you can't step into that ring until you have floor work. I noticed you, you know. Yeah, I noticed some of the skills that you do have. I I could train you per I will train I could train you personally. And we um we see that Mike refuses to uh to personally get trained by Cuddy, but still, you know, chooses to work, uh to work out, work on work, work hit the heavy bag. Uh what were your thoughts on this scene?
1: Yeah, that's very uh, kind. The way that you describe that—that he kind of intervened. Um, that's like describing what I do: kind of intervene. They're about to fight. Of course, you yeah, no, got right yeah, in brought, of it yeah, and, up, yeah. and made sure it didn't happen. It was about to go down in there. Um, so, and that's again—that's the uh, that mentor mentee. Um, dealing with young black boys when you're older black men, there's those, you, there's, you have to be dynamic in the way that you deal with them um, and, fo- and foster those relationships. And so a part of that is sometimes you got to be you got to be the, the, for lack of a better phrase, the dominant male in that situation because they wouldn't be able to bring themselves back from a full-on fight. So anyways, I, I just enjoyed that from that perspective right there. Um, and then, of course, the boys involved. So this is this is about this is essentially about Michael. Um, uh, another character detail on Michael, which supports kind of his his overall. That's why, that's why that line was so important. He's not he was not just saying that to Marlo. It's it's his, it's the defining. It's his mantra. It's Michael's personal mantra, and it doesn't matter what adult male steps in front of him. He's going to have that mantra. I am not about. The, uh, I forgot the line. Anyway, yeah, I'm not about the Owen. So don't, don't. You personally training me does nothing for me, because yeah. then that means I need to owe you something. From his perspective, From his perspective and he's not yeah. about to, That's yeah. that's not about to, Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we're talking about Michael. That's the only perspective that matters. Um, and so, uh, and so this is this is another kind of uh nod to to that. That part
0: of his character. Uh, we go to Crystal. We go to Dukey, the student uh, that went to drop off the clothes. Crystal, so she goes to the house, um, and you know, as she knocks, as someone opens the door, she asks, you know, asks for Duquan, um, and says, you know, she wants to drop these clothes off. And the dude that opened the door seemed to be clearly, you know, seemed to be the looked like he was on drugs, and he offers to take the clothes. She, of course, does, you know, doesn't. Uh, doesn't give them to him and waits instead waits for uh Duquan to, to head down you know to head down to meet her down the steps down the you know at the doorstep so we get some more insight to Duquan's world and what his home life uh is in this particular scene though as short as it was. Uh what was your thoughts on this?
1: I love that you use the word home life so i really appreciate that um because that's soft eyes soft eyes are required in this scene who came to the door okay it doesn't matter what the relationship is what state were they in that's that's kind of like the soft eyes and then you compare it to who else i've been using soft eyes for right like like all of this stuff matters everything matters that is happening with the kids. And so you're right. We're getting insight on Dookie's home life, but the show is starting to, starting to, or at at the very beginning point of acknowledging that what these kids' reality looks like, which is why we're spending so much time before school starts, into how the characters act and behave throughout the season. And so... Paying attention to their home lives is very important. And we know it's very important because they brought it up at least twice in this episode with with Naiman and his his mom and dad and with Duquan and his people. So uh, we're starting to get the whole picture. The so why is very
0: good? It's a very good show. So we go to. They, uh, they know what they're
1: doing.
0: Yeah, no, they really do. <laughs> they, sure. they clearly do. Uh, we go to Royce, <laughs> Car, Royce Carcetti, and Tony Gray uh, with the debate. Uh, you see the, the various campaigns, in particular Royce's and Carcetti's campaign, watching along with the the police, the police, uh, police officers as well uh, around the districts, uh, Western District cops. Or East to cops. So see everybody watching this debate. And Carcetti, of course, rips voice on crime. Um, and Carcetti brings up the fact that a witness brings up the fact that the witness was murdered, clearly information that he received from Valchek and references, talks about last season. In last season, if you remember, where he um where he uh discussed witness protection and money for witness protection and uh with with Royce even wrote him a letter, uh and a, uh, wrote him a letter. So he destroys Royce from that angle. Royce, t- Royce attempts to a twerk but again, it he might as well have been not he might as well not have said anything as he was just uh babbling saying, you know, anybody can write letters, uh, could write letters. Uh so carchetti you know, to his point earlier in the episode says I'll kick his ass in the debate, but I still, you know, wake up in the city. I still wake up white in the city uh that ain't. And um you see again, you see Carcetti hold on to that card from last season in regards to the uh the discussion of the witness protection. Uh you know, the witness protect assistance, the money for that. Um, what were your thoughts on, on this scene as we saw how savvy <laughs> Yep. yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yep. okay. We got we got to pull this scene all the way apart. Also, it's look, a maybe, whole picture scene. Finish, it's a I whole pic. Nope, we got to pull this whole. No, this is this. There's so much going on in this scene. We got to pull. No, we got I'll pull leave, it all apart. This is what we got.
0: Right. We got to slow down, glad. No, let me finish the, describing it. So, yep. the last part I want to say is Tony Gray Mosley not even have been there. Tony Gray Mosley. He, you know, Tony Gray starts talking, but they. I think they purposely did that to, to show you, you know, who are gonna be uh in terms of how the main focus on 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 this race and and, and basically saying that Tony Gray doesn't you know, doesn't have a chance. So I, I just I didn't want to leave out that part of uh saying that Tony no. Gray was a part of the debate, but he might as well not have been been uh, been there in regards to that, uh, in terms of his impact on the debate. Uh give me your thoughts. Yeah, yeah
1: okay. All right. Uh, so okay. Um there is a show that I like that's called The West Wing, And they've had two kind of like debates. They have two like debate episodes throughout throughout their their seasons. Now, um, one could look at this scene and then the scene where they're talking in the room and go, oh, that was the break prep. And now this is the, the, this is the actual debate. Uh-uh, this is no, this is not what this scene is at all. If you want to see like, Oh, just like what the what the ins and outs of the debate looks like. Go watch the West Wing. This is not what this, this is not what they're doing here. And so um you said probably got it from Dalchek. Uh-uh. Not probably so what happened was when no, Lansman's got
0: the He got that. No, wait, hold
1: on. i break. No, no, he does. Sorry, sorry. I'm gonna break that's not that. We gotta pull it, we got it. there, there's we got go all the way back. So when Landsman tells his detective to bury the witness angle, he immediately picks up the phone right. and what when he immediately picks up the phone, he's calling Valchek. And so it's so what is happening here is that they Valchek is burying that in order to feed. I mean, Lansman is burying that in order to feed it to Valchek so that Valchek can feed it to. Karketti so that Carcetti can surprise it on the mayor in the debate, so that the election can turn in Carquetti's favor. Think about how insidious that is. Think about how insidious and corrupt that is. And that's why I said we got to pull it back. That's what the show's talking about. Damn who's in that debate and who's talking in that debate. None of that matters. It's the, it's the underneath stuff that happened in this. It's not the fact that Carquetti can win the debate, because when Carcetti made that statement, it was before he knew about the murder. It's before we even knew about the murder, he was just stating, you know, like, yeah, I'm smarter than him. I'm more politically savvy than him, and I'll be able to be able to, to 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 tear him down with the word. That's an honest debate. Two people exchanging ideas, um, and people going based off of those ideas, going, oh, I either agree or don't agree. That is what a authentic political debate debate is supposed to be like. But in 90% of the cases, that's not the case. And again, that's what the show is trying to illustrate is politics as presented on television is an illusion. Now, this was in 2006. It sounds stupid to say that right now, or, or not stupid. It sounds like, oh, duh, to say that right now, because we've lived it so 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 um, intensely. But, um, you know, th- those are notions that weren't being generated in a television series let's just say um as much as possible which is why the west wing and the wire stand out um in some of the best shows in history because they 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 put a a a microscope on on what our political system is actually is is all about um uh uh i won't get to Wing. um and so um and so that that's why this deceit, like, and, and to your point with Tony Gray, we already know. Like Tony Gray's a pawn. They they laid out that plan a long time ago. We've right. we've always known that Tony that Tony Gray's there just to take votes away from Royce in order for Carcetti to win. That is his only only purpose in this show. That's his only purpose in this show. Um, and so again, and they, and we saw the ramifications. Guy, how how messed up, but. To go back to the to to that like that entire sequence of events is disgusting. It's ruthless. It's horrible. It is not what our political system should be built on. But on the flip side, it's absolutely what our political system is built on, and it's absolutely how it operates. What the show is essentially saying through the Carcetti character is that to come in and to um, just inject yourself with the idea and Tony Gray to a lesser extent because the final of that scene, and I was gonna point this out, so I'm glad you pointed out with Tony Gray. The final of that scene, Tony Gray kind of starts talking about education and they drone off on it. The the scene just ends. They his voice gets lower and lower and then they uh, go to the next scene. Yes, that was like that was, and so, that was, like, that was intentional. And, yes. and so of course it was intentional. And so um and so you have this, you have this confluence of the dent that start with a citizen getting murdered. That should be it. Someone was murdered. Right. So taking somebody dying and turning that into politics, ugh, but we've seen that a million times and it's become acceptable, which is also a commentary that they're saying how horrible that that's an acceptable thing to do. So it starts with a citizen dying. And then that then becomes a, a, uh, a debate between two officers of who wants to pick up the phone, right? Yeah. Um, and then that becomes a, a officer going to the chief and saying, hey, he's a potential witness. Like, this should be something we're thinking about. Um, he's excited about the overtime and the extra money he's going to get. Yeah. Um, and the police chief goes, nah, chill, lies to his officer in order to feed information to his his um, his superior so that his superior could go to um, his connection in the mayor thing. That's why I'm saying, like, Balchek is playing a much bigger game oh, yeah, than Hurts. Yeah, um, yeah. So whatever, Hurts. Oh, no. yeah, 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 he's playing yeah, yeah. a much oh, yeah, bigger yeah, game yeah. than Hurts. And so so that Balchek can then get carchetti can then see Karketty this information, then got carchetti willingly uses because that was the advice and that was the plan that they had. Wait for the, remember, that was the scene between him and his wife when his wife was like, ugh, this sounds kind of disgusting. And um, homegirl, what's her name? She was like, eh, it's politics in Baltimore. Um, yeah. You know, wait for the next citizen to get murdered and then try to use it if he doesn't if he doesn't do it. So the plan is coming to fruition, but it's a disgusting plan that should never be in place in the first place. But the problem is our systems are so, you know, what's the argument that the show is making, is that our systems are so screwed up and polluted and corrupted that this is the only avenue for a win, and so in order for Carcetti to win, these are these are the tactics that need to be played. Take Carcetti out, put any other candidate. If Tony Gray was in Carcetti's position in in the place, it would be Tony Gray doing that. It would be whoever doing that because that is what is needed to get it to to get to get elected. And as you can tell by the re like, the reaction of both camps, right, is in this scene, right?
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, the reaction as for both camps. I love the juxtaposition of when they started it. You know, um, Carcetti's camp is stone faced, yeah. and Royce's yeah. camp is all smiles. And uh, then yeah. by the yeah. end of it, it when this is revealed, and again, yeah. uh, again, um, yeah, it's revealed. But it's it's flipped. Yep. Uh, Royce's uh uh people are are stone faced, and Carcetti's faces are are, are smile, and that is to.
0: Yep. Yeah, repeat that last part because you had you had dropped. Repeat that last part in in, in regards to that to that scene because you, you had dropped. You had uh it had dropped. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, I I was saying like the, the point of the scene was the political corruption, right? Like the and like with the faces that everybody was having and the flip the flip side of the different camps, uh Kartetti's camp being happy, um, voices can being uh distra- or being stone faced. Um is representation that the the election is the visual representation that the election has now turns on this issue and that this is a horrible disgusting issue and horrible disgusting and corrupted
0: issue but this is the issue that the election has, has turned on and that's yeah. the point of this. Season. both yeah both parties knew what 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 what, what this was going to possibly could possibly lead to so that that yeah that's why that last the framing of both camps and their reactions is is is, 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 is important too because they they both knew what this what this could uh, what this could lead to um, what this could lead to. So, last the final scene you have Naaman and uh, Delanda. She's on the phone speaking, talking to a friend. Naaman goes upstairs. Uh, first of all, he comes to the house, mm-hmm. smokes a cigarette, uh, smokes a cigarette. Um, light or lights a cigarette. Goes up, sees that uh, he has a number of just gold chains and new clothes and throwback jerseys on on you know, on his bed. Uh, and as you if you recall, Delanda said that he wasn't that she threatened not to buy him anything when they had that conversation with with WeeBay at uh you know in jail or at, when they went to go visit WeeBay earlier in episode. Uh, so then you know. As uh, when he comes back down the um, steps, you know, she mentions, you know, she says, you know, she says, you know, do you think I was going to have my son going up to that school looking like himself? He, you know, gives her, you know, winks his eye, goes back up the steps, turns on his video first, turns on the TV. And then you see the Tony Gray portion part of the debate where he's talking about education and how that can reach our youth uh in terms of the violence and going trying to make that connection in terms of the violence in the city. You see that the the volume get lowered on that, lowered on that. And also you see all naming turns it off and starts playing his video game and you see the episode in uh uh in that be the end of the that was the end of the episode. Uh what were your thoughts on that final scene?
1: Yeah, this was challenging for me because I want to make big huge sweeping statements, but I also want to honor like taking the episode by episode. Right. Um and so again, like like we just keep I just going to keep leaning on soft eyes, leaning on this this is a soft eye segment because it uh, or or scene because the that um the debate is being seen by um him, the police or it is with him. But it starts with uh, Cuddy, and then goes to the police, or does it start with the police? It might start with the police, and then go to Cuddy, and then in with Naaman, or or yeah, so uh, Cuddy, bait, police, Naaman. So but it sweeps, it sweeps through, yeah, it sweeps, yeah, it sweeps through all three, and so so there's a through line that's there. And remember, education trails off at the very. I mean, there's so much to say about this scene that I can't because it's big, huge, sweeping statements that impact um the entire show. So uh, it's it's set up but it's it's soft eyes big picture setup that's going on. It's also talking about parenting, it's also talking about um all the different things of um of uh uh uh, uh what um status means in this show what status will mean in this in this uh in this series. Um I will say it's a it's a very good character moment with Naaman um added to his character and then another peek into his home life, right? And like that's what we talked about how important the home lives are, right? Like we've seen Daquan, we've seen um we've seen uh Naaman's twice and then we've also seen uh, Randy in the last episode. Um and so and so the home lives are are being lifted up to say something greater as the episodes as the episodes go go on. But um so yeah, Dirk, there's a lot to this scene and I'll remember it and I'll bring it back up later on.
0: Yeah, no, there definitely is. Uh so going back to the last scene, um, when they were doing when they were going through everybody that was and that was watching the debate uh you see Cuddy, and I forgot to mention Cuddy. Cuddy is laying down and he has a uh he has a woman in the bed. One of the women one the one of the women that was from uh his gym. So I forgot I wanted to definitely mention uh mention that part um uh, as well. Um so yeah, and um can I wait, let me
1: let me roll back. So so um let's I I'll just take it from the 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 thing that I can talk about is the the connective, the connective tissue between those three scenes, the police officers cutting and name scene and the politics right like like there's this big huge moment that's happened in this debate and there's this big huge moment that we feel that's happened in this show that happened off of this horrible incident that I mean that's in the turn has happened off of this horrible incident. We all know that as the viewer, but everybody else in there casually turns the channel. Um, And that's how that's how, mm, how do I say this? That's how that's how engagement in the civic discourse can be fractured and smashed. If the populace, the population does not believe that the officials are going to do the right thing anyway then it doesn't matter the words that are coming out of their mouths and yeah. i believe that's the connective tissue between that's why those three scenes line up like that and then i'll stop cuz i'll say too much
0: uh so we go through um again we go to again a lot this was a this was a very busy episode to say the least um you look at the course of for first, these first two episodes of season four what they've done is it's been a great balance of not only laying out the grant grant laying out the groundwork but also the episodes have been have been kind of fast has been quick have been fast paced so things are coming together faster early on in this season than um than, uh in previous seasons previous seasons also but again still still giving you plenty of groundwork uh and also character development uh w- you know with these boys and and, and other characters as, as well as you see name is mom and we'll see plenty of her uh throughout the course of, uh of, of this season um we discussed again themes with uh, the number of parallel uh scenes and dialogue that you saw in this episode with Cuddy and his ment his, his you know supervise super you know with his supervisor and then with Bubbles as a, a mentee uh mentor to, to sherard and then you you know you see the mayor get you know really really a rough episode for voice as he you know gets caught by Herc uh in the beginning of the episode getting oral sex and gets destroyed by uh just destroyed by Carchetti. At the end of the episode, in the debate, um, in the debate. So again, you got a lot of parallel scenes, and again, I think this was an episode that the art, that the writers really wanted you to play. You know, they want, I mean, they want you to pay close attention to every wire episode. You know, one of the purposes of watching the show is, is seeing the big picture, but they this, they really want to drive that home uh, with with the title "Soft Eye," with the with the title "Soft Eyes." And with some of the things that you saw over the course of this uh of this episode. Um well who was That's you a little bit more about
1: soft eyes, sorry. Go
0: ahead, no, go ahead. Really quickly. Right. Absolutely.
1: So um, I I've been debating in my head how I want to say this because it's a potential spoiler for season five. And so I won't I want say the potential spoilers, but this this notion is brought up again of soft eyes, of seeing the whole picture. But you have to take a step back and calm yourself and kind of look at all the details of in order to be able to see that whole picture. And so that's what the show is tasking the audience with doing in this episode is 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 to pay attention to the details. The wire is the show about details as we've already as we already know they're now imploring you because as we have said. Um, Or or as the characters have said in this show, education is the third rail and education is the thing that nobody wants to talk about because it's so sticky and complicated and tricky and hard to put your hands around. So people think because nobody approaches it with soft eyes. Nobody looks at the whole picture. If you're only coming in for results, if you're only coming in with an agenda, yeah, education is the third rail. Because it's not that simple. But if you come in with soft eyes, if you're ready to look at all the details, if you're ready to put the entire picture together, then you can actually attack it. So when I said that the wire presents a question, they also present a solution, but none of their solutions are simple because life is not simple and life is not easy. And this is what the show says over and over and over and over again. And so soft eyes is a big statement. And they come back to it over and over again. Um, one meaningful scene I'm thinking about in season five, they come back to it. Or maybe it was later in the season. In, yeah, they season they, in the they're season. gonna come back. to later it in, in this
0: season. season. It's, in, it's in this season. Yeah, later in
1: about. the season. <laughs> Sorry, not season back. five. Later, later in this season. Yeah, in the season. yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were um, But back I can't, back. I can't. Yeah, but it's a no, major no, plot, so that's the, why I don't want to go too deep into it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, so but 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 the the point is related to education. Damn everything else I was saying. The point is related to education. And, um, and that is, that is the overarching drumbeat of the season. And, um, the, the point here and what they're employing you is not only to look at the wire with soft eyes, look at the details, calm yourself, center yourself, look at all the details and put together the whole picture, but they are saying, look at this issue with soft eyes, look at these issues with soft eyes. um the wire isn't about putting out great tv even though they did that they actually want people to think about the stuff that they're talking about put it in their minds and then do something with it not just go oh this is a great show and so that's why i said season 4 is perfect and i'm going to beat that drum beat and i'm not going to and i'm not going to beat it like oh season 4 is perfect because the acting was the most superior acting in the world I'm gonna beat that drum beat because, because the show is beating that drum beat, that this season means more than just television. Watch this season with soft eyes, pay attention to the details, come to a conclusion, and then do something with that.
0: i No, <laughs> there's, no two ways, there's no two ways about it. Um, who is your, and who is your MVP? Oh man, this is, this,
1: this is one of those, um, group MVP episodes, but I will point to one scene. I'll point to one scene. Um, and I probably, I'll point to this. I'll get, gi- I'll give, um, I'll give this to my MVPs. I'll give Michael my MVP and I'll give it centr- essentially, for that scene, um, where Marlo, uh, says pump, but, 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 and then that look up at Marlo was, uh, so good. It was just good. It was so good. It said everything. It said everything. Um, and so for that, Michael MVP. Uh
0: my MVP was Valchek. I had Valchek's Valichuk was a beast in this episode. Not lying he about was, that. He, he was, was a beast. He was, he was operating on some uh He was a beast highway Lannister type shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Yep.
1: Yep. Really yep. yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, that I, smile what he called what he called Kartetti. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no, the no. grin. Yep. yep uh-huh.
0: Uh, yeah. California. That, that's that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, yeah, he was a monster in this. Uh the Charlene Award. Um that goes to uh um
1: Greg's and not Greg's, uh Daniels and um I mean, I Mama Blake on her name. Yeah, Pearlman. Uh, I, uh, yeah, like I said, I yeah, Pearlman. I adored that scene. I adored that scene. It was so well acted, and like in a show where everything is so so serious, to be able to pull off a scene like that, um, when all the the material like as this, you know I I spoke on what what I thought this this season means, everything means, but just to have moments like that is so so important, and so so vital. Um, so yeah, so they they get my uh for that scene.
0: Yeah, I, I had your MVP as Ma Chardine with the Michael and Mark. Yep. Yep. That yep. A, yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Cool yep, yep. Uh, just it's phenomenal. Yep. It, it, yep. Again, we know we love the acting with uh without speaking. And you know, that look from both of them oh, uh, is just priceless.
1: Like that look really that quick just to pull ourselves out of the show for a second. I just all oh, every time I see that say I just I wonder how many takes it took them to get that look yeah i just yeah. wonder how many cakes because you're right i mean it's perfect it just was perfect it, was per- it said everything it said it's so good it's so good it's so good it's so good and it says everything i i, I just have to talk about this thing um, it says it says everything especially for uh, no shade, no disrespect to anybody else, but I can just only speak from my perspective, especially being a Black man, being having been a Black boy. I just, I know that. I know everything that is being communicated in that look. I know everything. I can hear the language just in that look. It spoke to me at every single level. It spoke to me when I was younger. <laughs> it speaks to me now, and it speaks to me at every point of my development
0: and growth so good so yeah. good no no yeah i mean yeah it's so good it, so good yeah told you a lot about those particular those two particular characters um yeah. um yeah no no it, it, it that, that that's definitely so i mean again this is an episode that there were a, a lot of just pivot point there were a, a couple of pivot points uh, and, and, and threads that will that we see will carry out that that we saw that will carry out through the rest of the season there's no two ways about it uh in, in a couple of these in a couple of these scenes that you know you you have to just that you will follow uh for the rest of you know for the rest of the season uh really, maybe some maybe even some for the rest of, even some for the rest of the series but definitely for uh for the rest of uh season 4 um, that's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Wire Remix uh, episode, season four, episode two. We'll be back next week with episode three, Homerooms. So We'll finally see some kids in classrooms, which will certainly be exciting. Uh, maybe not for the teachers, but, you know, be exciting for us to watch kids in, in, in classrooms. Uh, as always, thanks to one Robert Sack.
1: Appreciate you, sir. Have a great rest of your evening. Be safe, be healthy.
0: No two ways about it. Uh, that's going to wrap it up as latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. This episode, we'll, I'll put this episode up before the uh, end of the night, and I will see you later on, early, early next week, uh, for a sports edition of the Real uh, Deal Podcast, the 1st of 2021. Uh, have a great, great rest of the evening. As always, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, www.youtube.com slash uh, C slash uh real deal podcast. Have a great, have a great evening. So long.